Smooth frown lines with Daxify, the only peptide-powered frown line treatment. Chosen as one of Time Magazine's best inventions of 2023, it's the first innovation of its kind in over 20 years. Daxify is the only frown line treatment powered by a novel peptide. Come see why everyone is talking about the Daxify look and why beauty lovers choose Daxify. To learn more about Daxify, visit Daxify.com. The effects of Daxify may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Tell your provider right away if you have problems swallowing, speaking, or breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness, as these can be signs of a life-threatening condition. Do not receive Daxify if you have a skin infection or are allergic to botulinum toxin products. Tell your doctor about your medical conditions, including any muscle or nerve conditions, and all medicines, including any side effects from botulinum toxins, as they may increase the risk of serious side effects. These are not all the possible side effects of Daxify. For more information, visit Daxify.com. Talk to your doctor or call 1-877-798-6243. To learn more about Daxify, visit Daxify.com. State Farm is committed to being your top choice when ensuring the things that matter to you. My Cultura podcast host, Dramos, also believes in the power of financial knowledge. That's why he makes sure to share his financial tips on his podcast, Life as a Gringo. When I was wanting to purchase my first home, I wanted to buy a, a property that also made me money, you know. So with the property that I purchased, I actually have a tenant. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Learn more at es.statefarm.com. State Farm is a proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Your teen requested a ride, but this time not from you. It's through their Uber teen account. You drive your teenager around a lot to their friend Jacob's house, their other friend Jake's house, to James's, to Jaden's, to Jalen's, to... Uh, Mom? This is Jake's house, not Jacob's. Now with an Uber teen account, your teen can request a ride under your supervision. They'll ride with a highly rated driver, and with live trip tracking, you'll follow along the whole ride to their friends' houses that all sound the same. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Bye, Mom. Your kids mean everything to you, and you do anything for them, especially if they're at risk. So when it comes to type 1 diabetes, screen it like you mean it. Because if even just one person in your family has type 1, your child is up to 15 times more likely to get it. But just one blood test can help you spot it early. So don't wait. Talk to your doctor about screening. Tap now or visit screenfortype1.com to get more info. And screen it like you mean it. This is Rush Hour with Danny Burke on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome into Rush Hour, ladies and gentlemen, here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. I'm Danny Burke, your host at Danny Burke 5. As always, where you can catch me with the tweets. Big night ahead. Well, of course, for the whole night, but for the next hour here on the program, helping us handicap Thursday night football and a little bit of other action throughout the night. How about Josh Applebaum, VEASAN's betting reporter, 15 minutes from now. Josh, also host the Market Insights podcast, will be giving us his take and just, of course, all the market moves for Thursday night football, total money line spread. He's even got some hockey action, too, so that'll be in 15 minutes. Always pumped to talk about that stuff with Josh. Half hour from now, another man who studies the market religiously, not only in the NFL, but UFC too, is Lou Fittacaro. Crushed it last week with the big UFC card with the underdog Oliveira coming through. Lou gave that out on our show, so we're very excited to see what he's got, not only in the NFL slate, but for UFC this weekend too. 
45 from now. Danny's Dimes, as always, toward the end of the show. We'll group that in with some of the top props for tonight's Thursday night football game. A couple that I'm playing officially and a couple that I think you should consider if you feel so inclined to do so. But that'll be in 45 minutes from now. And look, I, I'm really excited for this game. There's some primetime games where you look at it and you go, yeah, you know, I don't necessarily want to watch it, but I feel obligated to bet it. And a lot of times it's smarter not to, but I think there are ample opportunities for this game tonight because on Monday night, I mean, we're going to have to look forward to the Bears and the Vikings, and the Bears are already going to miss so many people from COVID, and they're already banged up, and it's the Bears. So we got to enjoy this primetime game while we can. So let's get into handicapping it and tell you where the current lines are for the Chargers and the Chiefs. Los Angeles getting the job done the first go-around against their division opponent, Kansas City. But in this matchup on the road, KC, a three-point favorite. Total has, well, pretty much skyrocketed up to 54 by now. Minus 112, still shaded to the over at Bet Rivers. Unders minus 109. The total opened at 49.5. Now, spread open three, and it's shaded in that direction, minus a buck 20. If you want to take it with the Chargers, you're only laying minus 103. But a lot of spots have it at 3.5 for this game. And for my first bet of the night, I am taking the three in the hook with the Chargers. Look, it seems like everybody, and I mean everybody, is looking to lay with the Kansas City Chiefs who have turned things around as of late, specifically defensively. Over 80% of the bets and 80% of the handle has been attributed to the spread in favor of Kansas City. A lot of times when that happens in primetime, well, you know how the story goes. But even just aside from the public is playing this game and determining on where or where not you want to be on this game. Betting-wise, look at the players who may or may not be missing. For Kansas City, Willie Gay being one of them, Chris Jones is more of a significant guy who's going to be missing on the side of Kansas City. As for Los Angeles, Rayshon Slater is going to be a big miss. He's been fantastic in his rookie season protecting Justin Herbert and giving him a lot of time to make great decisions. On the other side of that, they have a lot of questionable guys. Defensively, Asante Samuel, and he got Derwin James. And then offensively, Austin Eckler seems to be questionable. I'm banking on the fact that at least out of those three, that Eckler is going to be good to go. And a lot of times you look at a running back and go, well, it's not that impactful because running backs are pretty dispense, uh, dispensable here in the NFL. But Eckler's kind of a unique running back, right? It's almost in the category of Christian McCaffrey. I'm not saying he's as good, but in the sense that he can kill you with the passing attack, he can kill you on the run game when they allow him to run it. It just depends what kind of game plan Brandon Staley wants to have. So, Look, Eckler being out would stink, but hopefully he can still get a decent amount of reps in this game. But I think the three and a half is too hard to pass up if you're looking on the side of Los Angeles. If it's at three, look, I get why you'd want to lean with Kansas City here. It's a revenge angle, too. But it just seems like it's been so long since they played. With these division games, they're usually a little bit closer together, it seems. And they're pretty even keel for the most part. A couple things that stood out to me kind of dissecting this game even more so Defensively, the Chargers are allowing opponents 5.4 yards per play and five flat the last three games. When you look at the Chiefs overall this season, they're allowing 5.9 yards per play, which is second to last in the NFL. But, of course, they've improved. So 4.9 the last three games. Away from home, 6.1. No bueno. Offensively, the Chargers, they're averaging 6 yards per play, which is third best in the NFL. 6.3 at home, which is tied for first. The Chiefs are putting up about 5.8 yards per play and 6.7 on the road, which is phenomenal, and that's first by a large margin. 
But look, I think at the end of the day, what this is going to come down to is how the Chargers can, if at all, limit Patrick Mahomes. And if you think they can get a few stops here and there, if you think this is actually going to be a tough game, aside from some of the other games, because, I mean, aside from that Cowboys game that the Chiefs were able to win, which was impressive, they limited that offense completely, they beat the Packers barely against Jordan Love. And some of the other spots, well, they've been taking advantage of inferior teams. I'm not saying that the Chiefs aren't still a top contender and can win this game, but I just like the spot here. If you're giving me three in the hook, I'm going to take that with the Chargers. So that's how I'm playing this game overall. We'll be taking three and a half with Los Angeles. But let's move on and talk about the first half betting angles for this game as we typically do here on Rush Hour. It is time for my better half for the primetime action this evening with Los Angeles and Kansas City. Money line spread and total. We got it all. Let's begin with the money line here. First half, three-way Chiefs minus buck 29. If you think they tie 11-1, or the odds at Bet Rivers. And if you think the Chargers are leading, it's plus 133. But if you want to do the tie no bet for the first half, or if it does tie, you push, you get your money back. You're laying more with the Chiefs upward to minus 148. Chargers plus 118. First half money line this season. Los Angeles 7-6. and six. Kansas City 8-5. and five. How about a good comeback? We said they've been playing better as of late, and they've been leading in their last six first halves consecutively. But in that game against the Chargers, L.A. was leading that game just for a frame of reference, 14-3. Doesn't mean the same thing's going to happen. Of course not, but something to keep in the back of your mind. Spread for this game, one and a half. If you want to look toward the side of the Chargers, you want as much security as you can get, I guess, in the first half, then look to take it, minus 109. If you want to take the Chiefs minus one and a half, just take them on the money line, in my opinion. Lay a little bit more just to do it outright, because if it does push, you know, that would stink, or if they win by one, of naturally. I mean, you'd get screwed on that. So um, I'm not in love with anything. In a lot of games where it's neck and neck and really close, seldom do I have a strong play for which team I would want to take versus the other in the first half because so many wonky things and odd peculiar just happenings occur in prime time it seems especially with familiar squads so it's going to be a pass for me on the money line or just to spread the first half but i probably i guess it you know the old adage i mean if you're putting the gun in my head i guess i would actually lean a little bit with kansas city just because of the momentum they've been bringing into this game. And I know Los Angeles has as well, but Kansas City will be ready to go in this game because if they do have that little bit of revenge factor, maybe they come out firing, uh, firing right away. So uh, I guess I would lean maybe a little to Kansas City, but nothing that I would actually play. Total points has been very interesting to watch move throughout the course of the day. Earlier, it was 26 and a half. As of late, now it has bumped up to 27 and a half. And honestly, at 26 and a half, I didn't mind the idea of taking the under. But now that it's at 27 and a half, under's about minus a buck 25 or so, right around there. And Los Angeles, at the number of 27 and a half, they've only gone over that in three out of 13 games. Now, if you had it at 27 and a half for Kansas City, they've gone over that in five out of 13 games. So, yes, these offenses have the dominance to just go off on any given day, but when they're matched up against each other in a tight game where it's going to be very competitive, I think you got to look toward the under here, 27 in the hook. And again, even when it was at 26 and a half, I probably would have leaned a little bit more to the under rather than the over, but now that it's at 27 and a half, very intriguing to consider betting this under. Total points for each individual team. The Chargers earlier were 12 and a half. 
Then they bumped up to 13 and a half. And if you want to take the over, it is even money. The unders minus a buck 32. So with the number at 13 and a half, the Chargers have gone over that in six out of 13 games. However, the Chiefs have not allowed opponents over this mark. They've held them under it in eight out of 13 games. So again, that Chiefs defense has been improving. The Chargers sometimes take a little bit to get their offense acclimated. So maybe under 13 and a half could be the right play. I, I really, when it was at 12 and a half, I liked that better going over than I would doing anything with the 13 and a half. And you might think, well, 13's not that key of a number, but in the first half, it tends to be from time to time. And the Chiefs originally earlier, they were 13 and a half. Now they bumped up to 14 and a half. Shaded to the under, of course, minus 148. The Chargers have only had two opponents go over this mark. Cleveland got 20. Baltimore got 17. When it was 13 and a half, they had four opponents go over. But now that it's been up to 14 and a half from what it was earlier at 13 and a half, now only two have gone over that mark. Kansas City has only gone over 14 and a half five times this season. I'm getting the feeling that this number is getting a little bit inflated, not only for the entirety of the game up to 54, but for the first half more specifically. And look, I could be eating crow at the end of the day because of how good these offenses are. And yes, it could be a shootout. That wouldn't shock anybody here, hence why you've seen the total go to the over. So maybe if you do want to get involved in, in the under, the first half where things can be a little bit different less time and could take people to get acclimated a little bit slower and the defenses are, have more energy and attacking the ball quicker. Looking at the under for the first half may be a little bit safer option here. So consider that team total now that it's up to 27.5. Look at that potentially going to the under. All right, moving on. Before we head out of this segment, always got to give out a couple of guys for any time touchdown score or just touchdown props in general. Let's talk about Travis Kelsey really quick. Anytime touchdown score, he's minus 112. Don't like giving out touchdown props where you got to lay a price. So maybe consider him first touchdown score for the Chiefs at about 8-1. to one. He's only got five receiving touchdowns this season. I say only, but it's relative because it's Travis Kelsey who's usually dominating on a game-to-game -game basis. He has not gotten a touchdown in the last four games. The Chargers have allowed 10 touchdowns to opposing tight ends this season. Consider Kelsey in some kind of capacity. And then the other tight end for the Chargers, Jared Cook. Anytime touchdown score, plus 280. He's got four this year. And speaking of the Chiefs, they're not too great against the tight ends either. He's been a good red zone threat for the Chargers. So there's a couple you can also ponder for this game. We'll talk more about it with the market report. Josh Applebaum, Beeson's betting reporter, joining us next. Smooth frown lines with Daxify, the only peptide-powered frown line treatment. Chosen as one of Time Magazine's best inventions of 2023, it's the first innovation of its kind in over 20 years. Daxify is the only frown line treatment powered by a novel peptide. Come see why everyone is talking about the Daxify look and why beauty lovers choose Daxify. To learn more about Daxify, visit Daxify.com. The effects of Daxify may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Tell your provider right away if you have problems swallowing, speaking, or breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness, as these can be signs of a life-threatening condition. Do not receive Daxify if you have a skin infection or are allergic to botulinum toxin products. Tell your doctor about your medical conditions, including any muscle or nerve conditions, and all medicines, including any side effects from botulinum toxins, as they may increase the risk of serious side effects. These are not all the possible side effects of Daxify. For more information, visit Daxify.com. Talk to your doctor or call 1-877-798-6243. To learn more about Daxify, visit Daxify.com.
Your teen requested a ride, but this time, not from you. It's through their Uber Teen account. You probably drive your teenager around a lot. They have gymnastics club, science club, rec soccer club, school soccer club, club soccer club, and three-hour clarinet club on Saturday night. Perfect. Now, with an Uber Teen account, you can be there even when you can't. It's an Uber account that allows your teen to request a ride under your supervision. They ride with a highly rated driver. And with live trip tracking, you can follow along the whole ride. Thank you. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was edited so well. I think you're so talented. Social media interactions are only positive when you use Zigazoo. Zigazoo is the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. Your kids can upload their content and see what their friends are up to. With Zigazoo, they can create videos, enter to win prizes, and try out the latest dances and trends. There's no commenting, no text messaging, and everything is 100% human moderated. Plus, all community members are real, verified kids just like yours. There are no bots, trolls, or AI. Because Zigazoo is about one thing and one thing only, and that is fun. Try out Zigazoo this spring break and let your kids share your vacation blogs and best edits with their friends safely. Download the Zigazoo app today. That's Z-I-G-A-Z-O-O. This is Rush Hour on VSIN, the sports betting network. The College Bowl season starts tomorrow, and VEASAN has got you covered with our all-new bowl betting guide. You get matchup analysis on every single bowl game, including insights, trends, data, and predictions to help you make your best bets. Whether you're betting on every game, playing contests, or just want to find a few key high-value props, the VEASAN College Bowl betting guide can help give you that edge. So get your digital copy today. It's just $19.99, and you can get it at vsin.com slash subscribe. Again, for just $19.99, check it out, vsin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to Rush Hour, everyone. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Danny Burke, your host, live out of the Bet River Sportsbook, and the crowd is already filling up a big sports night ahead and a sports weekend, and to help us really get prepared for all of that with some of the sharpest movements, it's Josh Applebaum, VEASAN's betting reporter, at Josh underscore insights on Twitter, host of the Market Insights podcast, and must listen on a day-to-day basis to get the best numbers and check out all those movements. Josh, as always, it is a pleasure to have you on to preview a primetime game. And look, sometimes in the past, we're not getting the best matchups on primetime. I was kidding earlier about having to look forward to the Bears once again on primetime. But we got a great matchup tonight. Chiefs and Chargers. Some books had this at three and a half. Bet Rivers has this at three in the total. My man has moved up all the way to 54. Tell us what your thought process has been on handicapping this game. 
Yeah, Danny, it's great to be with you. And I just got to say, we'll get into all the COVID stuff in a minute, but I would just, you know, kind of warn betters. This is a tough week this week with all these line moves, uncertainties. We'll get into the Browns game, but just keep in mind, you don't have to bet every game and be disciplined with your bankroll. I think it's the hardest week of the year betting NFL because of all these COVID concerns. But Danny, tonight, it's really interesting. You know, we're getting number one, a very public play on Kansas City. At BetMGM, 78% of tickets are on the Chiefs. Totally get it. They've won six straight. They look like they're uh, kind of becoming the Chiefs of old here. But I'm seeing a lot of late movement uh, back toward the Chargers, Danny. A lot of these books open Chiefs laying three or maybe three and a half. All these numbers, early threes got up to three and a half, three and a half got up to four. And then we had a lot of buyback about around the last 24 hours, plus four Chargers, plus three and a half Chargers, causing this line to drop down to the key number of three. And Danny, you have a really good bet first dollar split at BetMGM, only 22% of bets but 57% of the money is on the Chargers, and you're seeing this late buyback in their favor. So I'm really holding out for the hook, Danny. I'll wait right up until kickoff. You know, a lot of times on game day, you'll get a lot of Mahomes public money pushing that number further. So if you can hold out for the hook, I think the Chargers have value plus three and a half. You look at these conference dogs, plus seven or less this year, 66 and 34 ATS, 60, uh, 66%. Divisional dogs, primetime dogs have crushed it. Herbert as a dog, three and one ATS this year, and seven and four ATS in his career. Plus, they did play uh, the the um, the Chiefs hard last time. They actually upset them, thirty to twenty four, back in week three. And you do have some COVID uh, concerns on the defensive side for the for the Chiefs, Danny. Uh, no Jones, Gay is out, Snead is out. I think it sets uh, sets up for a grab the points plus three and a half with the Chargers. And also, as you mentioned, a lot of over money total open fifty. It really got steamed today, all the way up to fifty four. Danny, you could also look at maybe teasing the Chargers if they get to three, three and a half, taking them up to uh, nine, nine and a half, and then teasing this number down, taking that 54 now down to around 48, take the over 48. That's what I'm looking at tonight. Yeah, and that's kind of what I was pondering at one point because it looked like the uh, or the Chargers rather were going to get down to about two and a half, and then you could of course cross the key numbers of three and seven. But I still don't hate the idea of looking to do that with Los Angeles now. And I know you talk about buyback, and with that total, that could be kind of an area to look at too. But also at the same time, it's scary because you have two great offenses in Kansas City and Los Angeles. But I'm with you on taking the points with the Chargers, my man. I'm taking three in the hook for this game tonight. So I know you and I will be sweating that one out together, as I'm sure we will, with plenty more action tonight, which we'll get to in a second with some hockey. But I want to look forward to the remainder of the NFL slate this weekend. Let's talk your Patriots and the Colts here. Uh, full disclosure, we talked about this game earlier this week, and I am on the Colts here, and instead of laying the spread, I know you're kind of doing that same thing from time to time, too. You'll lay more for getting the security of the money line, so I did about minus a buck 30. Right now, it's minus 137. Total's at 45 and a half. Explain the movements in this game, because originally, early on, the Patriots were a two-and-a-half point favorite themselves, it looked like. Yeah, so Danny, I think you're definitely on the sharp side here uh, with the money line, and you're totally right. Anytime you have a dog to fave line move or a short favorite minus two and a half or less definitely like to go money line. You saw it happen last week with the, uh, with the Browns where the Browns were like minus one and a half up to minus three. And if you money line them, you escape with a win. They win by two, but if you laid the two, two and a half or the three, you push or lose that bet. So I think you're on the right side of the, the bet type there, Danny. Here's my thing, the way I'm looking at this. So definitely you had uh, a lot of respect to money on the Colts. It looks like kind of a fade the trendy dog reverse line move to Indy where a lot of these books open a pick them or even somewhere like Patriots minus two, minus one. And even though the public is all over New England, who's won a bunch of games in a row, Belichick looks like he's got his magic back. Both teams coming off a bye. We've seen this line flip to the Colts. Colts all the way pick or getting a point now to minus two and a half. Danny, here's what I'm going to do at this point. 
I'm actually going to tease up the Patriots, plus two and a half to plus eight and a half. I don't want to go against the sharp line move on Indy. So if they, you know, win or win by three or less, then boom, that that sharp money, uh, that sharp number covers. So I'll take the Patriots up to eight and a half. Maybe they eke out a small loss here because of this sharp line move. I just, I'm scared of this line move, Danny. That's why I think your money line play is in the right way. But I'm going to take the Patriots up two and a half to eight and a half. That's my angle for this one. Yeah, that's going to be a prime teaser opportunity. I'm sure a lot of people get involved with and realistically should come home considering what we've seen out of the Patriots these past, what, I don't know, month and a half, two months, whatever it is. New England, your boys have been on a roll despite losing Tom Brady and having a rookie quarterback. You guys just get it good every single year, it seems. We, we of course, envy you here in the Chicagoland area. Uh, Josh, let's move on. Let's talk Broncos and Bengals. On paper, maybe not the most interesting game, but I just think from so many implications, playoffs for the Bengals, win totals I don't know everything in this game just is really drawing my attention the spreads at two and a half in favor of Denver this totals at 44 what's the best angle you've seen here because again could be a prime teaser opportunity with Cincinnati yeah you're totally right Danny and really what scared me is uh talking to Michael Lombardi on Lombardi line he really likes Cincinnati here kind of in a desperation spot by low you know your, your playoff chances on the line here so uh, I think Michael liking uh Bengals gave me a little bit of pause but I like the uh, Denver Broncos here, Danny. This looks just from a betting perspective. And one thing I learned a, a long time ago is to cover up the names of the teams. Don't let your bias get injected into it. Look at the way the line opened, how it moved. And really, this is all movement toward the Broncos, even though the public is all over the Bengals. So, Danny, you're totally right. That teaser spot, two and a half to eight and a half with the Bengals is, is certainly in play. But if you're looking at just the conventional spread and the money line, I'm looking at around two thirds of bets across uh, BetMGM and also at DraftKings taking uh, Cincinnati here, Joe Burrow, you know, young team, Jamar chase flying high, uh, good offense, really kind of a sexy play here as a dog, but in, in Denver, the, the way they play Danny, their style, they're deliberate, they're slower. They're not going up and down uh, the field. They're not really a popular bet. However, you know, majority of bets here, two out of three bets, three out of four bets on the Bengals and the points. Yet this line keeps moving toward Denver. The open minus one and a half up to now minus two and a half or even minus three. This looks exactly the same as that uh, that play last week with last week with the Browns, where they were one and a half to two and a half or three. So I'll go money line, uh, Danny. You know I got to fit in a short favorite money line play here. I'll go Denver. <laughs> I like this movement in their favor. They look like a fade the trendy dog play around minus one forty five. I'll go Broncos win the game with the advantage in the altitude. All righty, Josh. Let's flip the script. Let's talk some puck tonight. Tell us about your bees. The Bruins on the road against the Islanders. We're talking about COVID, and man, the NHL has been a league that's been suffering from it too. And Boston is a team that will be missing a few players from it. They're plus 108 tonight. This totals at five and a half, shaded to the under. Are you fading your boys tonight and going with the Islanders? Oh, it kills me, Danny, but I got to fade the Bruins tonight, <laughs> even though uh, I was so excited to sweat and watch this game. And then all these positives, Danny, you know, we're talking about it across all sports, but hockey quietly, I think all the attention is on football and the Browns, but same thing is happening in the NHL. You're seeing, you know, your Chicago Bulls have been shut down a little bit here. So it's really wreaking havoc, but I think as betters, we want to take advantage of when really, uh, you know, cluster injuries or cluster COVIDs take place. And that's what you're seeing tonight. Uh, the Bruins, uh, Patrice Bergeron, their best player, their captain, he's out with COVID. So, uh, same thing with Brad Marchand. They're already down uh, Craig Smith and a bunch of other players. You're going to the Islanders here. You saw, you've saw you seen a huge flip to the aisle 
Uh, a lot of these numbers open, Danny, like Bruins, a short, like minus 120 favorite. You're getting plus money with the Isles. They've flipped all the way to around minus 125, minus 130. And we have seen uh, very simple, but home favorites in the NHL this year, 64%. You're about a 5% ROI. So it kills me, Danny. I'll fade my Bruins and back the Isles. And then also another COVID play. Give me the Colorado Avalanche. They're on the road against Nashville. Nashville's got a bunch of COVIDs here. Uh, Ryan Johansson, Mikkel Granlin, Duchesne, a bunch of these guys are out as well, Danny. So you've seen movement toward Colorado around minus 160, up to around minus 170. I'm going to lay with Colorado in this spot too. Colorado, pretty good as a favorite, 16 and 7, 7, 5 and 1 on the road. Uh, give me two COVID-based plays, Danny, the Isle and, uh, and the, and the uh, Colorado Avs. Yes, sir, Joss. I am riding with you on the avalanche. I love it. We have a lot to look forward to tonight. Hopefully we're able to cash some tickets, and I'm sure you and I will be sweating out, texting back and forth like we <laughs> typically do. But, hey, always appreciate you making some time. Keep up the hard work. Love catching your content at VEASAN, and uh, we'll talk next week, my friend. Always a pleasure, Danny. Can we get some regular line moves and not just COVID moves? That, that's my wish list. for <laughs> No kidding. Oh, man. I, need, I know. We need some norm here. We need that normalcy back in the mix. Fingers crossed for not only that, but, of course, our best bets tonight. Coming up next, Lou Finacaro. He's got plenty of them. Not only NFL, UFC. Stick around. Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. If you're looking for more sports betting discussion around your local teams, Bet Rivers has you covered because Bet Rivers has launched a series of city casts that are designed to tackle sports betting from the local perspective. You've got city casts in Chicago, Denver, Detroit, Philadelphia, Pittsburgh, Los Angeles, and New York. So subscribe to your local city cast wherever you get your podcasts available and get hooked up. Five episodes a week, great local sports betting content. Welcome back to the show. It is Rush Hour here on this fine Thursday evening. A big and exciting game to look forward to tonight, the Chiefs and the Chargers. And to help us handicap that and another couple of games in the NFL, as well as some UFC, the man, the myth, the legend, Lou Finicaro, Called it outright last weekend with Oliveira, so we tip our cap to you per usual, Lou. You're always crushing it in both sports, but even more so with the UFC. And look, I'm pumped to see that Derek Lewis fight, so we'll get to that momentarily. But first, we got to ask about tonight's game. You and I are kind of talking off air a little bit. Tell us about your thoughts on this total, Lou. I mean, it opened about 49, 49 and a half. Now it's up to 54, which, okay, you could understand that movement. But if you're looking to bet the under, I mean, you're getting a five-point difference here. So what's been your whole handicapping process on this game in regards to the total? Well, first of all, uh, thanks for having me on Rush Hour, Danny. You do a great job on the show. And, yeah, I think tonight's game uh, presents great opportunity. Uh, rarely will we see three or four points movement in a side in an NFL game. Now we have this year because of the wild COVID. And tonight though COVID doesn't really play into it, we're seeing uh, uh, an opening number and I'm referring to the look ahead line last week of 49, 49 and a half as Danny referenced. Now 53 and a half, 54. I believe that's way too much reaction for a Thursday night game, Kansas City on the road. As well, Kansas City's last three games, yeah, they blew out the Raiders twice in the last four games, 
The other two games, I think it was Denver and Dallas, they scored 22 and 19 points. I'm not convinced that the Kansas City offense is there, but I am convinced that the Kansas City defense is starting to elevate themselves. They're a veteran group. They've been to postseason, and we can see it if we're watching their games. This game goes under. I really like the under in the in the uh, game. I think you're getting a tremendous opportunity getting the under at 53 and a half or 54. Now, speaking of games going under, I know you had your eyes kind of focused in on the matchup in the NFC South with the Bucks and the Saints. I mean, talk about two solid defenses. Yeah, Tampa Bay's had their issues this season in the secondary because they've been banged up, but their run defense is incredible. And the Saints team is a team that, has been having to rely on that ground game because of not having a consistent starting quarterback. Totals at 46 and a half here with a large spread of 10 and a half in favor of Tom uh, Tom Brady and the crew, rightfully so. But again, what's your thought process on this total and why do you favor the under in this spot? Well, it, you know, we're Thursday. It opened 48 uh, by point spread weekly deadline 47, which is where I committed. Now it's just a half a tick down to 46 and a half. So I'm saying it's still time to get in on that under. Again, like the game tonight, what do we have? We have division teams. They know each other well. They have two great defenses. You took a little of the steam out of my sails. I don't think it's the New Orleans offense that's going to expose that Tampa Bay pass defense. I think we're looking at a little bit of a slobber knocker game. Uh, two teams that know each other play tight when they play one another. And I think there's still time to go under 46 and a half. And one other comment about the times. Playing weather, playing division weather, and playing division weather outside early unders can only help you early week. Now, add COVID, COVID never helped an over. You're only going to be aided by making early commitments. If you take those unders, you're going to be very happy you did. Division unders outside, and then don't worry about COVID, because if it springs up, it only helps you. All right, Lou, and then the final NFL game we'll consult you about here for this segment Steelers and Titans. Personally, I teased up Pittsburgh in this spot. I'm just really not high on Tennessee at all since they've been missing Derrick Henry. And I'm not saying I'm high on Pittsburgh, but in a game where they desperately need to win as a home underdog, to me that seems hard to pass up. Again, I teased them up more cushion, but I could even advocate for getting them on the money line. You kind of missed the best number. But what, what did you submit the point spread weekly for this matchup? Well, at the, at the time of submittal, I think I had Tennessee maybe giving two or two and a half. So in this particular case, I, I'm on the wrong end of it because there's Pittsburgh action coming in, and I comprehensively disagree with it. Uh, Pittsburgh is not the team that Tennessee is, and Tennessee, much like Kansas City, has shown over the last three or four weeks that their defense can tighten, improve, and ascend, which is what they're doing. Uh, Tennessee's defense ranked 14th DVOA, Pittsburgh 27 on D, 22 on O. I, I think Tennessee's the better team, and when you have an advantage at quarterback that I believe they do, a push at coaches, I'm happy to take Tennessee, especially now that it's gravitated down close to zero. 
Hey, I won't disagree with the quarterback discussion. Ryan Tannehill is not the greatest thing, but you know, Big Ben is a uh, is pretty much a dinosaur at this point, or a statue, whatever you want to call him back there. So hey, you know, they can cover the teaser. Titans can win outright, or you know, cover by a field goal. We'll take that. So hopefully, we can both be winners in that realm, Lou. Uh, before we let you head out here, we gotta ask you about some UFC action this weekend with Fight Night. Tell us about Derek Lewis in the main event. He's a dog here at Bet Rivers, about plus one fifteen. I know you love having those dogs bark is this a similar situation to where that's how you'll be handicapping it as i first handicapped the fight danny what i really wanted to look at is how daucus can fight uh lewis lewis is a brawler and he's one of the luckiest most opportune brawlers and we can call it luck or we can call it skill but the bottom line is He's behind in a lot of his fights, and he and he throws that one Sunday punch. For a man his size for seven minutes, he's unusually deft, quick, explosive, and powerful. After seven minutes, he's telegraphing slow, glacier-like with his movement, but he remains powerful. Daukus is new on the scene. He's going to show up at, one four, at 245 pounds fighting a guy that's 265. And this fight's going to revolve around Daukus's ability to stick and jab and move and use that larger 30-foot cage to his advantage. He's going to have to use his IQ and not get clipped by Lewis. I don't know that I really have a, a favorite uh, in this fight. I do think Lewis is intriguing as an underdog. Rather, the over one and a half, open minus 110, it's now maybe minus 120 or 125. I do believe that Daukas has the skill and the intellect to stay away and try and tire the black beast out like a bullfight. Take that bull, make him get tired, make him run, and then eventually stick him in the back with a couple of swords and put him to dead. Okay, so yeah, we'll consider that then over one and a half rounds. I always like when you do those rounds fights too because I feel like you're not banking on anything fluky to happen. I mean, of course you are. It's fighting, but you're having a little bit more faith in both of those guys and looking more strategy and how long they could last. And with a main event, you're assuming maybe it could go a little bit longer. That could be the case with this fight. So I'll certainly look into that over one and a half rounds. What about the fight before that then, Lou? Any thoughts on Thompson versus Muhammad here? Thompson minus 240, plus 188 for Muhammad. Anything you liked early on here? You may be waiting for something. No, I, I really think that Thompson's the legitimate favorite here because of his skill, his striking skill, his pedigree, who he's been in with. Even though he's 36, 38 years old, that may be the one quirk in his game. He's coming off a loss to Gil Burns and he's fighting a fighter in Bilal Muhammad, much like Gil Burns. The thing is, Bilal Muhammad is not Gil Burns and I think Steven is still Steven. And so what I would uh, ask uh, fight enthusiasts to plan on is a very skilled expression of striking from Stephen Thompson in a three-round decision win. You can take the fight over. You can take Thompson via decision. But I think that's how I see that fight going, Danny. Love it. Lou, always looking forward to those fights. I know you're always crushing it, so we always got to follow those bad boys. And hopefully we can continue to cash some winners. So best of luck tonight and this weekend. We'll be excited for it, and we'll look forward to catching up in the near future, my friend. Thanks so much for having me on. Good luck to everyone.
You bet. Lou Finicaro, folks. Be sure to give him a follow on Twitter, at Lou. Great info all around. And, of course, not only in the NFL, like we said, UFC, and he'll have you covered at vsin.com slash subscribe. Point Spread Weekly, our digital betting guide. He gives you the picks earlier in the week so you can get some of those better numbers. And we'll get you updated with the UFC events. Good fight night to look forward to with that Derek Lewis card. So uh, we'll be excited watching that on Saturday night. And we will be excited to see what can unfold tonight in Thursday Night Football. Coming up next, we've got Prop Shelf, our top plays in terms of the props for tonight's primetime game with the Chargers and the Chiefs. You already know I'm sweating plus three and a half with the Chargers. I'll tell you which props I'm playing. Plus, I've got one play on the ice tonight. Already teased it a little bit with Josh Applebaum, but we'll revisit that. So stick around. Dandy's Dimes and Props coming next. Smooth frown lines with Daxify, the only peptide-powered frown line treatment. Chosen as one of Time Magazine's best inventions of 2023, it's the first innovation of its kind in over 20 years. Daxify is the only frown line treatment powered by a novel peptide. Come see why everyone is talking about the Daxify look and why beauty lovers choose Daxify. To learn more about Daxify, visit Daxify.com. The effects of Daxify may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Tell your provider right away if you have problems swallowing, speaking, or breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness, as these can be signs of a life-threatening condition. Do not receive Daxify if you have a skin infection or are allergic to botulinum toxin products. Tell your doctor about your medical conditions, including any muscle or nerve conditions, and all medicines, including any side effects from botulinum toxins, as they may increase the risk of serious side effects. These are not all the possible side effects of Daxify. For more information, visit Daxify.com. Talk to your doctor or call 1-877-798-6243. To learn more about Daxify, visit Daxify.com. Your teen requested a ride, but this time, not from you. It's through their Uber teen account. You probably drive your teenager around a lot. They have gymnastics club, science club, rec soccer club, school soccer club, club soccer club, and three-hour clarinet club on Saturday night. Perfect. Now, with an Uber teen account, you can be there even when you can't. It's an Uber account that allows your teen to request a ride under your supervision. They ride with a highly rated driver. And with live trip tracking, you can follow along the whole ride. Thank you. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. 
Download the Zigazoo app today. This is Rush Hour on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Bed River Sportsbook takes football same game parlays to a whole other level because now you can combine same game parlays from different games to give you even more ways to make your perfect combination. And in addition to that, Bet Rivers has added more and more same game parlay props for the college football matchups and just in time for the biggest games of the season. So download the Bet Rivers app or simply go to BetRivers.com today to explore all the new ways you can create your ideal combo. Must be 21. Gambling problem. Illinois, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. 1-888-532-3500 in Virginia. Iowa, call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Playable in New Jersey as play Sugar House. Void where prohibited. Okay, final segment here on Rush Hour. All on VCD Sports Betting Network. It is time to go over my best plays for tonight. Not only in Thursday night football, but in some hockey as well. So let's jump into it with Danny's Dimes here on Rush Hour. And let's begin with some hockey. Coming off a nice winner last night, Anaheim Ducks minus a buck 62 cash that against the Kraken. Looking to do the same with a, well, sizable favorite at this point in the Colorado Avalanche. On the road against the Predators. Now, we talked about this game with Josh Applebaum. It's been great with his hockey plays, too. So if you're not following him, if you're not following the Market Insights podcast, I highly suggest that you do. has a bunch of systems that are very viable at this point in the NHL season. And I think one falls into the lap. Maybe not a system per se, but just a favorable matchup for Colorado. Now, it is up to minus 182, and I'm not going to preach out here to lay minus a buck 82 on a hockey player, any play in general per se. But I did take minus 170. That's pretty much the highest I would go from a personal standpoint in terms of money line. But if you are comfortable with it, the money line right now, at least at Bet Rivers, is minus 182. You can always do a puck line. You can always do a win in regulation. And I think those could be viable outlets as well because the Avalanche did open up minus 155. They've been getting steamed all throughout the afternoon. They're coming in hot here. They're carrying a five-game win streak. They're 13-2-1 over the last month. But I get it. The Predators are on a five-game win streak themselves. However, this Predators team is dealing with some COVID issues. They've got six players and six staff members who were put into the league's protocol. They had their last game, which was supposed to be on Tuesday, suspended or postponed, rather. Uh, they were going to play Calgary, but Calgary had some COVID issues. So the Preds are in a little bit of a weird spot here. Now, earlier in the season, Colorado already did defeat Nashville 6-2 in Denver on November 27th. I'm just thinking the Avalanche are in a much better spot here. They're getting healthier. They're looking like the dominant Avalanche team that we saw on a consistent basis last season. Plus, they're getting Darcy Kemper in the net tonight. Their starter, 13-5-0, 2.8 goals against average, 91% with his save percentage. At home, or, or rather, excuse me, on the road, he's been pretty decent. And, you know, you look at these splits, and sometimes you really got to take it into account. Sometimes you don't, but Kemper has been pretty solid on the road this year. Saros is a projected goalie for Nashville. He's 13-8-0, 2.24 goals against average, 93% with the save percentage, and he's got two shutouts. But, you know, he's been a little bit worse in these particular spots. And with this Nashville team that's just dealing, I mean, it's one thing to have the players out, of course, but 
you can miss a coach here and there, and you kind of think, all right, maybe it's not that big of a deal. But when you get upwards to six with the personnel from the players and the coaching staff, well, then it becomes a serious issue. So I think even though it's a high price, there are some exceptions in a play that may be worthy of laying a higher one, hence me doing about minus a buck seventy. I think this is that case with the Colorado Avalanche. So I took a money line. Again, shop around. Make sure you're getting the best number. If not, maybe wait to see if you get a better in-game number. You could do win in regulation or puck line if it's getting a little bit too out of hand. But I think we're going to see a Colorado Avalanche victory tonight against the Nashville Predators. So that's a play I got in hockey. Let's move it back to the gridiron, though, and talk football. You know we're already riding the uh, Chargers plus three and a half in this game. But let me tell you about a couple of props that I think are a good betting selection as well. Start with our guy, Justin Herbert, who has been crushing it this season. Everybody's going nuts over that fantastic throw he had this past week. And, well, let's hope he gets a few more of those tonight. I'm looking at his pass attempts, 37 and a half over under, about minus 114 each way. 37 and a half is incredibly high. I completely understand that. But he's already averaging about 39 pass attempts per game. And he's gone over 37 and a half in 9 out of 13 games. You look at this Chiefs defense, their secondary is getting thrown out about 36 times per game. Six quarterbacks opposing Kansas City, including the last three, have thrown for at least 38 pass attempts or more. And I get it. You know, I'm taking the Chargers here. I hope they win the thing outright because there's still the sliver of hope that they can win this division and I can cash a Brandon Staley Coach of the Year ticket. But aside from that, I don't know. I always just kind of favor the Chargers. They're a fun team, and who needs to see the Chiefs keep winning? Sorry, Chiefs fans. But my point being, realistically, yes, the Chiefs probably, for the most part, are going to be winning this game. Or at least if it's close, it's going to be maybe a shootout, something where Herbert is forced to throw the ball a lot more. Now, it looks like Austin Eckler is going to go. What's his percentage of actual health? Who knows? We can only speculate. But the run game may be not utilized as much because of Austin Eckler being banged up. And honestly, they don't use it that much as is, especially in a game that has the capabilities of being a shootout and trying to keep up with Patrick Mahomes. So that's going to lead Justin Herbert to throwing the ball more. Yes, the Kansas City defense has been better, but their secondary was weak for really the majority of the season up until a few weeks ago. You're getting Mike Williams. You got uh, Keenan Allen back in the mix too. Jericho, yeah, you've got your guys pretty much healthy in terms of the receiving core. Take advantage of it and let the kids sling it like they typically do. I'm trusting that they do that. So let's go Justin Herbert over 37 and a half pass attempts minus 114. Let's go to the side of Kansas City next. And we're going with the running back, not Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, but how about Williams here? Darrell Williams, I'm looking at his rushing yards, a lower number, 14 and a half. It's slowly creeping up to about 15 and a half, which I, that'd probably be the highest I'd play it. But 14 and a half to the over minus 110 is what I pulled the trigger on for Williams. Now he's averaging at this point a little bit over eight carries, about 30 rushing yards per game. Could be a little bit skewed, you could say, because he filled in once Clyde Edwards was out. I get that. But he has gone over this mark in 10 out of 13 games. And against the Chargers, a game where CEH was playing and they were trailing, he still got over this mark pretty easily. Had seven carries for 28 rushing yards. What's also favorable, yeah, I love me some Chargers football, but what I don't love is that run defense. They rank 32nd in DVOA run defense. They're allowing over 140 rushing yards per game. Not great. And if you do think the Chiefs are going to be winning this game, what are they going to do? Run the ball, slow down the clock, try to keep it out of the hands of Justin Herbert. So that would open up the door for Williams a little bit more so. And it's kind of just 
a buy low on the number spot in the sense of 14 and a half is really short and as bad as this run defense for Los Angeles is, might just take a few carries for him to get over it. So I like the short number 14 and a half, going to be playing that over for Williams. And even a couple more things to throw out there. The secondary running back on opposing teams against the Chargers. So, for example, say like Ezekiel Elliott, well, the secondary running back, Tony Pollard. That secondary running back for teams the Chargers have faced, 10 out of 13 games has a secondary back gotten more than 14 and a half rushing yards against the Chargers. They're allowing 4.7 yards per carry to opposing backs. Thinking Williams has a good shot to go over it tonight. So give me Williams over 14 and a half rushing yards, minus 110. Herbert over 37 and a half pass attempts, minus 114. So those are the props that I'm I'm officially playing tonight. Let me give you a couple more before we head out here that I think you should consider playing if you feel so inclined. Jared Cook receiving yards, 25 and a half. This number seems to be trickling up a little bit, so be a little bit cautious of where you're getting your bet at. But 25 and a half over under minus 115 a little bit earlier. Cook's getting about three catches on five targets per game, averaging just about 31 and a half receiving yards. First go around against Kansas City, he racked up 27 receiving yards in this game. But the Chiefs don't do too well against tight ends. They're allowing opposing tight ends to get over five receptions for about 60 receiving yards per contest. Um, he's gone over this mark personally in 8 out of 13 games, and he's gotten 25 receiving yards three times himself, so he's just missed it by a yard in three games. But 9 out of 13 opposing starting tight ends have gotten more than 25 and a half receiving yards, and overall, 11 tight ends have. Jared Cook could be utilized in this passing game if we're going with the notion with the pass attempts that the Chargers are going to be slinging it consistently. Maybe Jared Cook gets enough action to go over 25 and a half receiving yards. And how about Jalen Gutton? Uh, 25 and a half receiving yards. Numbers move down a lot. Won't spend too much time here, but it's down to about 22 and a half, 20 and a half. I was going to say he's only gone over 25 and a half in four out of 13 games. If you can still get the 25 and a half, consider him under. With Keenan Allen back in the mix, probably not going to get as many looks. But those are the props I think you should consider tonight. But like I said, the plays I'm rolling with prop-wise, we are going with Herbert over 37 and a half pass attempts. Williams over 14 and a half rushing yards would play that probably up to 15 and a half. Chargers plus three in the hook tonight against Kansas City. Hockey-wise, Avalanche on the money line, minus a buck seventy on the road against the Nashville Predators. That's going to wrap it up for another edition of Rush Hour. As always, thank you all for tuning in. Tomorrow, we'll have plenty more NFL coverage, some college football, and a recap of all the plays we've made throughout this week and probably more props for the slate. So we're excited to see you then. Until then, best of luck. Smooth frown lines with Daxify, the only peptide-powered frown line treatment. Chosen as one of Time Magazine's best inventions of 2023, it's the first innovation of its kind in over 20 years. Daxify is the only frown line treatment powered by a novel peptide. Come see why everyone is talking about the Daxify look and why beauty lovers choose Daxify. To learn more about Daxify, visit Daxify.com. The effects of Daxify may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Tell your provider right away if you have problems swallowing, speaking, or breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness, as these can be signs of a life-threatening condition. Do not receive Daxify if you have a skin infection or are allergic to botulinum toxin products. Tell your doctor about your medical conditions, including any muscle or nerve conditions, and all medicines, including any side effects from botulinum toxins, as they may increase the risk of serious side effects. These are not all the possible side effects of Daxify. For more information, visit Daxify.com. Talk to your doctor or call 1-877-798-6243.
To learn more about Daxify, visit Daxify.com. Your teen requested a ride, but this time, not from you. It's through their Uber teen account. You probably drive your teenager around a lot. They have gymnastics club, science club, rec soccer club, school soccer club, club soccer club, and three-hour clarinet club on Saturday night. Perfect. Now, with an Uber teen account, you can be there even when you can't. It's an Uber account that allows your teen to request a ride under your supervision. They ride with a highly rated driver. And with live trip tracking, you can follow along the whole ride. Thank you. Add your teen to your Uber account today. See app for details. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.